0: Hi, and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a series of conversations where we set out to be intentional with what our actions are, whether that be our work, our personal, our family lives. And we go along this journey just being retrospective, introspective about what our opportunities are. So today I want to talk about leadership and what we're doing at work. We started a professional learning community. A community where we can talk with one another, where we can learn from one another, where we can get to know one another, that we build a trust so that we can continue deeper conversations and then begin to solve our policy problems, our um, conflict and challenges, maybe through in a workplace or just a place of culture. And where we can see a bigger vision, a common vision together and have conversations about that com- that common vision. So how did we do get there? How did we get to what to will be Tuesday, our first event? And it's really been a culmination, a culmination of discussions that started several months ago with one book reading um, led from... One leader in the organization that said that it had been kind of life-changing to them. So a couple of us began to read that, discuss that impact of that book on our lives, both professionally, personally, and then we started realizing what other books were impacting our lives. And so we started passing them back and forth. And just a couple of us started doing that and realized that that other connection I had was making a connection with another, and they were discussing books and impacts as well. And so, when we realized this was going beyond just two people, and it was starting to go into three, that why not take it even further? And so, personally, myself, um, I work in HR as one of my roles in our agency, and I had been led uh, a year or so ago to lead more leadership op- uh, educations, and I hesitated at that time wondering whether or not I was an expert in this, wondering whether I could really deliver what was it I was trying to grab. And so I was reading more books at that time. I was writing down, started a little leather journal, writing down all these little leadership notes and what was important to me, what was someone leading me with the information they were giving. I read Lincoln on leadership at that time. And we did do that as an agency and discuss it But what was all the meat about leadership? What was the real essence of what we're trying to get to in our agency? And so someone else had given me another book, Charlie Harley had written, about how we can talk to one another and how to say different things. And so I um, got to thinking about that and got to thinking about organizational management and classes that I'd taken and someone else guiding and saying, you know, let's go back to just that. And I thought, huh, okay. And so then things just started to come up and said, all right, before we can go forward into deeper subjects, before we can go into what was going on in Abraham Lincoln's mind and Lincoln and leadership and the different aspects that he showed throughout his career, we needed to be back up. We needed to form as a new group. We needed to start the organizational development. And we needed to cross pollinate departments. And what I mean by that is, I mean, we have good leaders, and they are running separate department initiatives. They all tie together in a big picture, but we get ingrained in running what our specific tasks are. And so we don't sometimes come out of our boxes and our teams to cross-pollinate, to get involved with other teams and share those victories and share those challenges. And so... From my particular seat in HR, I get to know a lot of the people in the agency across those departments. I see their resumes, I see their backgrounds, and I hear what others are doing. And so when I get excited about the opportunities that are in our agencies, I look at some of the people and think we should be pulling and talking to more of our own staff who have a variety of backgrounds. And so how do we get them to know one another? And so this is where we began to talk among the three of us and began a professional learning community. Knowing the schedules of everyone, we wouldn't be able to meet very often. Once a month, it would probably be the most that we could get a group together. And I know I wouldn't get everyone' uh, schedules available together at one time, so we have to offer a second session. And how are we going to frame this? So if we were already starting a discussion around books, then i'm gonna let's start it with book club, and not everyone turned out to be a book, but that's what the idea became and so what I did was pulled back from different books in my history of of management that were simple reads that were going to get a discussion started but weren't going to solve any of our our agency problems, any of our challenges, policy areas. They were just going to create that individual conversation because as before we can. Move forward we also need to become Self aware of where we need to move We need to become Team aware sometimes of where we need to Move and our teammates So the first book we chose is going to be Who Moved My Cheese My first podcast wonder You've Read where it personally impacted me As I read that again And I wanted to to know what character That I had displayed in breaking my autopilot To get out of one character And into another And so I thought, well, that would be a good book for us to start. We can always relate these to an individual perspective and we can relate them to a team perspective. Individually, would they have the same type of revelation that I did as I read that? From a team perspective, would we see different characters that are making up our team that are needed? That not all of us can be out looking for our new cheese. Some of us need to be scurry and getting the job to completion, particularly when we're working on a project deadline. So it's okay to be any of those characters, and that would give us a fun, interesting way to start our um, group, to form a new group, to be able to build trust. Talk a little bit about yourself builds trust. Gives you a little bit of vulnerability when we talk about ourselves. And then when we show ourselves grace and we understand that we all have areas and room for improvement, just as our teams do. So we're going to start with Who Moved My Cheese? Now this, I uh, couldn't just release and say we're going to start a professional learning community with one book. Let's, we have to have other topics. So the second one is one we pulled from that we've done in our agency before. Uh, and it's concentrated more on teams, but it's True Colors. It's a personality assessment that uses four basic colors to identify which components we're stronger in. Doesn't mean that we're always gonna be one color or the other. For an example, a gold is more into compliance, rule following, list taking, consistency. A blue may be more people oriented. A green is a logical thinker, an orange, would be someone who enjoys risk, sees vision, has high energy, set, um, motivator, and all of those might have different components in there, but those are the, some of the essentials of the colors. So we do that as an agency, and we're going to see what our team makeups, what are the different personalities, and then learn a little bit about working with those different personalities. it brings a fun concept because it uses colors rather than a, a disc profile or a Myers-Briggs profile that people may have been used to in the past. And that's not a book that they have to read. The the, the Who Moon by Cheese is a 30-minute fable. It's actually even a video on YouTube, 16 minutes they can watch. So we gave them opportunities as we released this information to try to avoid a big time commitment to them, but just to get them involved. The True Colors will be delivered during agency as a professional development And so it's not something they have to prepare for in advance. And again, being considerate of time and wanting participation. Our third book is going to be Strength Finders. It's a book that you take a personal assessment, an online assessment. The Gallup poll um, issued it. And Tom Roth is the author of Strength Finder. They issued about... You can't develop all of your weaknesses, so let's concentrate on your strengths. It's an entrepreneurial class at University of Kentucky. are using this material and developing um, their course around that same premise. Let's find those teammates that complement one another so that you can run a business effectively. So we'll look at individual strengths. And as I look back on those individual tests, um, I'll get into more of that in a deeper podcast, but right now... Uh, It was 2015 when I took that first strength finders test because that was being delivered in one of our departments down into the local agency area that they were giving that professional development, and so I took that test from that request and idea that was brought to me, and I didn't really see how all of those were relative to me at the time. They weren't the same same labels. That I expected, I expected command, I expected director, activator, and what I got was harmony, relator, input, significance, and consistency. And so, as I read more about those particular um, labels, I still wasn't completely sold because I taskmaster, getting things done, checking off list, and that had been ingrained into me that I thought that's all that I really my strengths were, but as I look back from 2015 now to 2017, and I see where my path has changed and gone, that my emphasis more is in an HR-related area than my practical accounting background that that I came up through my management with, and I see where harmony comes into play. I see where harmony's always been into play, and negotiating and listening, hearing folks Wanting there to be agreement. I see where relator comes in and having deep relationships with one another, and why that my direct service pool is really a hunger for close relationships, and that that's building into my yoga. I see consistency where it is very important to me and a core value of mine to be sure that I treat people fairly and that I'm consistent in what my practice is so that others feel as equal. Uh, as they can with one another, and that i don't I do that in business as well. I want the process to be consistent among and fair and then significance I do want to see be seen as an expert. I do want to be valued at the table. I don't think that that's very different from all of our basic needs, um, but it may be stronger in one person than in, in another and then input I recall that someone said, "You're a sponge." you soak up everything. And I remember very early in my career, my very first professional career job, I said, I'm not a sponge. I can't take in everything that you want to give me in an auditing career. And as I look back, I've never stopped learning. Know, 20 plus years in my field of career, and every day I learned something else. Seven years in my current agency, every day I learned something new about a need with our agency, about the reason for a process, how to do something better. I'm constantly reading books on different topics and searching for more information. And so I guess that was kind of true at that point. And so input actually says soaking up information like a sponge. So I guess they do really relate, and that's two years later of looking back at that assessment. So we're going to take that as an agency, and I hope that they get the value of seeing individually where those components are. And I've been really excited to look at my team and see where they are. And then we'll move from strength finders into customer service. And we're gonna use the Fred Factor, Mark Sanborn, and talk about how our customers are internal and external customers and how that's important to us and providing that level of service. What is our acceptable level of service and the ways that we deliver our customer service. And we'll move into the essentialism, what's important. What do we need to be working on? And that was written by Greg McCowan, and that was the first book that we started reading among each other. But we're putting it later in the series because that's where it begins to get to the meat of our uh, discussions and what is that we're doing with our teams and where we're we putting our energy as we've had staff attrition and budget cuts. Are we still focusing on where we need to be to fo- moving the vision and the policies forward? rather than some of the compliance that we're doing, that how do we make our compliance more efficient if we need to continue to do that. And so we'll move into our last book of the series, which will be uh, The Iceberg Effect. And that basically says, it rounds us Robin right back to Who Moved My Cheese and being adaptable and making sure that we're looking beyond what is in front of our eyes and the iceberg that looks good and nice and safe on the top but is breaking underneath and so are we aware of where those vulnerabilities are for ourselves for our agencies so that we can have our eyes on those and not lose sight of them and be adaptable to change where we can see the reason and the need for visionaries in our agencies and so that's the first of our group and so where all that came from is from different experiences And uh, from leadership experiences that I've had and that I felt comfortable would get us through that first formation of our groups, would get us in through our storming phases of our groups and get us into a norming phase. And then as we build relationships and we listen to one another and how each of us have been affected, what we'll do next is we'll share the next vision of the next professional learning community series and we'll offer up. Where do we need to go? How do we want to take this next group? Do we want to bring it as an agency-wide? Do we want to take particular subject areas? Do we want to use books that they have recommended? Do we want to use other professional development opportunities that they've had and found successful and have been transformation in there? What it all comes down to is my style of leadership is transformational. Yes, I am very transactional by nature of what my business is, the compliance and the requirements that, laid, that are laid before me and that are underneath me and my responsibility. So I will always be transactional as long as I have that responsibility of legal and keeping us safe. But I will be transformational as well, and I will help to build others out because I believe that's what leadership is, is building others out leaving a legacy behind so that you're not always there and that they are able to react, they are able to be proactive, they are able to lead in their own areas to where they didn't even know that they had the ability to lead before. Everyone, even the one who's going to stay in a scurry mode to complete their job assignment, assignment, is a leader in what their own areas are. And I remember, as I said, how do we we release this? How do we get this started in our agency? And so we started with those three people and saying, what would you think about this idea? And then we went on into asking a few others, what do you think about it? And then we just said, let's just do it. Let's just go ahead and see how this goes. Now, you don't start something in an agency without getting your senior leaders and management to buy into that and uh, support you for it. You need a champion in that group. And so I thought, how am I going to get this through to a group that's also busy that we haven't recently met? And so I wanted them to hear the passion of it. So I recorded a podcast and also put them information in and written material. So five minutes to display just basically what I've done with you guys in a much longer version, uh, but with them having some background about me, it could be a little shorter. So I wanted them to hear the passion and I wanted them to see the outline. I wanted them to, to have the expert support. Um, see it on paper and see it written out. And they all agreed, we could do this. So we're moving it forward. Well, I know I can't issue an email out to everyone in the agency and expect that they're going to read two pages. So then I had to go find other people in my agency that had more expertise in marketing and advertising so that I could get people to come. How are I going to get them to come? And they took my two pages of written material and uh, one of our experts in the agency took it, and, and they added graphics to it. And when they brought it back to me, and I saw this vision developing into um, what they said, develop, picture yourself what you want to be. Had a camera on there, the courses listed uh, in sequence, and when they'd be offered, and a little bit about what a professional learning community was. I was very excited, I'm giddy, excited that this is coming to fruition. So we took that, sat on it for a little while, and then we started to go out and share that message before that we ever even displayed that poster to let people know what was coming, to get ambassadors that would be willing to, sit, to come and uh, be involved in the groups from different departments so that we would have the representation, we would get more of the cross-pollination that we were, that I was hoping for. And so we started a grassroots um, approach to it. So going out individually, finding those ambassadors. So I have senior leader champions, and then I have um, individual workers that are at staff levels like myself uh, in middle management like myself, so that we can uh, be ambassadors and help to cross-pollinate, help to learn about one another that was getting excited for this opportunity. And then, because I wanted to make sure everybody got that message that management didn't have to feed that through, that they sent that message out to their staff, but then I asked if I could come to staff meetings. And I wanted them to hear that five-minute passion of podcasting that I did for the senior leaderships. I wanted them to see that I was really invested in this, that I really wanted the agency to see what I saw from my individual HR standpoint. And so now we've done all of those round robins of staff meetings. We've created those individual champions, those individual ambassadors and and reached out, and we're getting ready to deliver our first um, community this week, and I'm very excited about that. I'm very helpful, and I think that it's going to be good. And what I realized all the way through that is that um, I I'm even said this word. I'm lead, we're leading through the middle at this point. And so where did that kind of probably come from? It came from John Maxwell, one of our senior leaders. Let me borrow a book, 360. Um, Leading 360 for John Maxwell, and one of the principles is leading up, leading across, and leading down. So he identifies three principles to helping leaders bring value and influence to and from every level in the organization. In this particular example of our professional learning community, we're leading across. These are leaders in the middle of an organization, they're leaders that help peers achieve positive results, led with the best idea when. And they garner mutual respect. We're going to develop and maintain credibility and continually exert influence. As we lead across and forming this professional learning community among this middle management level that is at birth, this idea, we also begin to lead down. We have leaders at the top who lead down. They help realize the potential. They become strong role models and encourage others to become part of a higher purpose. They walk through the halls, transferring their vision and rewarding for the results. So as we move into that essentialism and those leaders have that participation of where we want us to go and where we want our individual efforts to be, they'll help us to continue to lead down. And as we are working and opening ourselves up to being vulnerable, sharing our team aspects will begin to lead up. We're leading up as a process of influencing the leader helping our leaders to lighten the load for them, to be willing to do what others won't, to see each ourselves as self-awareness, and then to see where our teams can complement where each other and where our opportunities for improvement will be. So we'll know when to push forward and when to back off. So all through these professional learning communities will be using that lead-up, lead-across, and lead-down approach, having opportunity for us in each one. I look forward to sharing some of the results and some of the ideas with you as we continue our professional learning community. The other um, One of the other reasons for creating that is I wanted some direct service. I wanted to reach more than what I could reach as an individual. So we take that as a disciple approach, that if you lead and reach one, then that one can turn around, reach and lead another. And that's what becomes sustainable in your organization, is having the group influence of wherever position that you are, having the openness, the same shared vision, and celebrating those victories. Think about whether or not that there's an opportunities for you in your workplaces. If there's particular topics that you could circle and involve a few around and create energy, build relationships, begin to challenge yourselves, and begin to move forward coming out of your own agency's autopilot. Take off and fly. Thanks and have a great day. Remember to write, like and re- leave a review on iTunes if you're listening through iTunes. Facebook comments always share in that conversation what you found as helpful.